This podcast, How Long Gone, is brought to you by Cash App, the easiest way to send, spend, that's my favorite part, save and invest. Uh, Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and with your people. So in the spirit of things that are, uh, in fact, money-related, here's how Jason likes to stay connected with his crew. Yeah, so I like to cook food for my friends. Sometimes even people like Chris, guys who don't really like to eat food. And normally I'm, I'm more than happy to go to a local market, a patisserie, an eatery, a Whole Foods, get a bunch of high-quality ingredients, cook them for my friends. Of course, I don't charge them any money. But Chris, I have to make everything vegan. No seasoning, no flavor, no salt. And of course, I do tax his ass. So halfway through that meal, once his uh, potatoes are done boiling and being unsalted and unbuttered, I will, uh, of course, ask that he hits my cash app and, you know, kind of bang me for about 450 for those. But <laughs> it's a good way to sort of pass the time because when I am in the kitchen cooking, there is a little bit of downtime. And that's uh, when I like to do my uh, cash app invoicing with him. Yeah, Jason sends me the cash app invoices, and luckily for him, it's very easy to pay, and I have a lot more money than him, so I don't mind. Look, the food is not restaurant quality, but it's cooked with love, so I don't mind paying for those organic groceries that Jason had to go uh, source for me. And I do love how easy the cash app app is. I've never used it to send money to Chris because he sort of knows why. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, whether you're sharing a perfect day with friends, Sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, and gifting with the number one finance app in the App Store. That's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to add your cash tag to the 80 million and counting. You're so fucking money. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Ciao to you, Jen. <laughs> uh, Chris Black, DJ Them Jeans, live from a uh, Tuscan home deep in the hills of Italia. Um, mm-hmm. Vacation mode is engaged, but when TJ and I linked, uh, we couldn't not record. You know what I mean? We couldn't not record, uh, and luckily I have a mobile recording set up. Mm-hmm. So I was Much like Drake in any four seasons all over the world, we can lay a verse down, no problem. Just send us the beat, you know what I mean, and we'll be we're kind of good to go. So how you feeling, man? We're, we're I'm halfway through a two week stint, a mm-hmm. two week bid. Yeah, in the hills of Montepulciano. <laughs> uh, I'm at the tail end, mercifully. Uh, just just tw- basically 24 more hours in this beautiful country, and. Um, Look, man, you've got yeah. like a nice grin on your face saying twenty four hours as as excited as I am to leave jason i I'm as excited to return. you know, I don't know if you feel like that sometimes with vacation. It's the excitement of leaving is only matched by the excitement of returning. What's the difference? I wish I could tell you i mean i I think that the um I don't know nothing really <laughs> well, actually, I do know the excitement to return is higher, yeah, I mean I'm I don't know. That's this is a, it's a topic that I've been trying to wrestle. I just realized that this mini fridge coffee center in my room that's been kind of Michael's <laughs> arts and crafts on the outside looks just like a trash can. Oh, it you, does. You, you just put the tra- <laughs> like a municipal trash receptacle. What if this is what if this is merely a, an Italian street can that they've repurposed? 
I mean, that would be that would make sense. It would make sense for this choppy cheek. But that's that's the thing that I've been wrestling with as um, you know, since both of us, our brand is being anti-holiday, mm-hmm. but our well, life partners that we have chosen to partner with, there's some there's some of those people that like vacationing. Yeah, I just don't. So it's not. I I can't not make it work. In the words of, of Tim Gunn. Of course. No, no, of course. Shout out to Tim. Uh, no, I think that though it's more... What I've realized specifically on this holiday is that I'm going to do basically the same thing I do in New York or LA in whatever city I'm in. And mm-hmm. it's just going to cost me 5X what it would cost at home. And I'm fine with that, really. Like I'm, I went to Barry's Paris four days in a row and worked on my laptop. But in the time in between, I went to different coffee places and like maybe a museum, you know, Barry Perry. Yeah, so it's like it, it's not really that different, except it's just a little more annoying and more expensive. But I can deal with that for a limited amount of time. So it costs five x as much, and it, the quality is negative five x. I guess for me, that's uh, that's only some things, not all the things. It depends. I mean, the the food aspect of traveling is what people get such a chub for. Food all over this beautiful planet is mid. I, I'm I'm learning that more and more. Like I we we ate at the same restaurant in Paris twice in four days because it's the best. It's what I want. It's nice want. sushi and it's good. I don't want <laughs> it's it's delicious and it's like a local. It's You're a, eating sushi in Paris, bro. Bro, it was it's good. It's like What's a it thing. Called? What's it called? Takara. It's Takara. delicious. Okay, I'm sure it's great. And it's like I I'm like okay, this is good. I like this. They have the bad wa in the red bottle, which is extra spicy. They have, wow. uh, you know, all of the the accoutrement that I need to feel comfortable, and mm-hmm. uh, it, I just don't, you know, I I just don't need to eat bad French food or in this case bad Italian food. Yeah, like what do people? I guess what my question is like, we went to we go to the museums in Paris, mid, mm-hmm. Pom- Pompidou, that shit, the MoMA shits on the pomp. I, it just it's just not. Mid is spelled with a Y, not an I. Of course, nothing is good enough. Except it's prettier to look at on a daily basis, which I respect and agree with. But if you don't, that's something that I feel like you really, the real benefit of that is living somewhere. Visiting somewhere that's more pretty for a couple of days is like, yeah, this is cool. It's prettier. And mm-hmm. then that, that's, I don't, that doesn't stick with me necessarily. No, you know it what doesn't. I mean? Like, I don't care about that really. I'm not going to, you're not going to go look on your photos, a photo album on your phone in three years mm-hmm. and scroll back to Tuscany 2022 mm-hmm. and be like, remember, this there this tree was yeah cool paris i went to i mean paris the thing about paris is you can get go to dreaming man get a real coffee you can get a croissant if you must you can have sushi at takara you can go to a nice distance a nice running store i can go to all my little bookstores you know how many days that takes jason one one maybe one and a half one and a half one and a half but spread it out the saving grace of of this trip besides obviously the the wonderful time i've had with my friends and family is the is the was the hotel it was weird that you brought your whole family i know i know (laughs) was the was the hotel in paris chateau voltaire Mm -hmm. which was very nice and i was like okay this is like this is this felt good to me this was worth the money the experience was nice it was beautifully decorated service was good and now we're in a haunted um, chateau mm-hmm. that is decorated in a way that I can't find the words for. I don't know if you can. Um, I've been. I mean, it's 
like so many things in Italy, a lot of attention and care and detail has been put into something. Mm-hmm. And the but the there's just one or two clicks that are off. That's right, and it kind of ruins the whole thing. You know what I mean? The, yeah, this is a, an insane structure, like a beautiful hundred year old like brick structure where they've spent probably five hundred. Yeah, old. that's a good point. They've spent a fortune on these amazing windows everywhere, and unfortunately, <laughs> when you look inside of the window, the dream is ruined. <laughs> it, yeah, it looks maybe they let their like their five year old niece pick out the colors or something like that but i mean like the the ceiling in in my bedroom is a, it's hand painted yeah it's like, it's like michelangelo yeah there's amazing detail but, but then it's, but then everything else, you know my armoire here that armoire know. looks like wayfair bro we open that up a kid <laughs> might pop out i could lift that shit up with one hand i could lift that i could lift that shit with one hand bro so there's there's a mix of high low and not in a good way but I don't know. I we were talking about this yesterday, where we don't we don't take vacations to escape our hellish nine to five email job. We we I take uh, this is sort of like Lent for me. This mm-hmm. is is the way I'm trying to spin it. Mm-hmm. Um, friend of the show, Decatur Dan and Vic coined a phrase, mm. which um which is tree talks, <laughs> where you don't smoke weed. For uh, a period of time, typically only because the, the the government of the country that you're in will will mm. punish you severely. We don't and want we don't want you on your on your Britney Griner. I was able to smoke a, a spliff oh. last night from one of the proprietors of the of the casa here. It was five percent. Uh, it was ninety five percent tobacco. It was a Marlboro Gold with maybe some shake that was off the floor. Is what it felt like from what I could see, but I think that this. But I'm trying to think of it as a cleanse. A tree tox is, you know, I thought it would make you a little more irritable, but luckily I think you're drinking so much <laughs> that it kind of levels you out in in a way that that's nice. Because not that I don't want to replace one crippling addiction with another. You should. Let me tell you all about it. It's totally fine, bro. Well, I. The problem was that's what weed was for me. I replaced drinking with weed, zero calories, mm-hmm. and it opens your third eye. Drinking the other way around, mm-hmm. so I don't know. So it's sort of like I'm in paradise. I am. There are things that I love about this trip, mostly that my life partner is happy. That's right. <clears throat> but it's but she doesn't want it to be me doing it for her. She wants me to enjoy it as well. I've heard of I've heard of a way of thinking like that before. Which makes sense, of course. I mean, it's hard for her to enjoy herself if she knows that I'm going to be dragging my heels and complaining and stuff. So I'm trying not to do that. And I'm trying to really find, like, what do I love about here? Mm-hmm. And what would I, you know, if it was up to me and there was no other influences. So, so far, it's been driving. So steak and driving. <laughs> I, I Okay, so I'm glad you found stuff because I was complaining a little too much. Actually, like, I kind of feel a little guilty about it um, just because I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, this is a problem. This is a thing that I do that's bad for everyone around me is that I um, work out to an extreme and then don't feel like doing much mm-hmm. because I'm tired. And instead of going right down the middle, you go straight to the top and I, then straight to the yeah, bottom. And then I'm like, I need a couple hours to kind of reset, you know, and that doesn't really fly when it's like noon and you have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but mm-hmm. the... <laughs> driving discovery 
is interesting because I purposely was like, I want to be driven here. I don't want to rent a car. It just seems like a pain in my ass. Like I don't care. We, we had so many, we, we've been from Como to Paris back to Italy. It's just been a lot of, bravo, it's, bravo. It's, it's been a lot of company moves as they say in the biz. So I didn't want to deal with that, but you, you were able to rent this, um, kind of don't. junior art director, uh, a three, that doesn't have a reverse cam, but it's brand new. It's a it's a brand new Audi A3. It's the S, but it doesn't. What does not, that mean? It's fast. The, the the S series is kind of like the M series on a BMW. Like it's a little bit nicer, a little bit. So you can add you can engine. add the S package to the Honda Civic of Audi. Like, kind of, it's kind of, yeah. I mean it's 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 like why don't you just buy the next model up instead of adding the S package it's it's putting Chanel laces on some sketchers is, is okay, sort so of this the is vibe. lipstick on a pig like I was in London for a week before I would never rent a car in London for a zillion reasons of course well I I mean I don't rent one but some of my friends allow me to borrow theirs they they kind of fly in from uh, a different country from the UAE from the UAE and they have multiple kind of supercars and they love when their uh New York friend Chris uh borrows one of their yellow monstrosities to uh valet at <laughs> at uh <laughs> at Harrods so it's it's nice for me but I'm sorry I should have kind of extended that offer to you but I was kind of in my Parisian Would have been nice. No, I, I saw that. I was walking around Mayfair, which is like the the nicest, you know, basically the nicest, most wealthy neighborhood in London, more or less, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's wealthier. I'm not an expert, but if I were to In terms move, of like a, a city kind of piazza, yes, like walkable yeah, area yeah. that looks like the Americana or mm-hmm. the Grove. Mm-hmm. That's what you look for. I flew all the way here, and finally, I feel the warm hug of a grove-like atmosphere, and I'm I'm happy. I'm a Hollywood content creator, so I want it to look like mm-hmm. old world, like this has been here for mm-hmm. centuries, but also kind of look like the the back lot on Universal, of course, where Central Perk might have been uh, located or something. But like seeing two Saudi guys in a in a Rolls Royce truck murdered out, where the inside is like blue velvet mm, yeah, and they're driving on the wrong side of the road and then parallel parking on the other wrong side of the road and watching them try to figure that i'm mean, like i'm a great driver and i'm like so your steering wheels on the opposite side and you're parallel parking on the opposite side as well and in a giant car i felt bad for these guys but that that's why I would never rent a car. But in Italy, it's just open roads and and the same the steering wheels on the same side as Glendale. So, and I haven't seen a police officer the entire time. So I was no, I think I'm like driving a, 180 kilometers. Everyone is on holiday whatever. in Italy, even the authorities. Unless you're listening, of course, we're never breaking any laws over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's like town justice. Yeah. If I if if something goes wrong, then a guy runs out of a cafe and fixes it. You know. I uh, or like three like whoever the oldest sons yes. of a family mm-hmm. they have to take care of it they take care of it yeah. what happened mm. so your London experience um seemed good it was good it was we really were like going full throttle but I love I love London because they speak such good English there and <laughs> they don't speak good English here. I mean, they invented the stuff over there, so it was cool traveling to a very far away land that was 
you know, tits up, ass backwards. Mm-hmm. Everything about it was a, it was the opposite of America, but also they speak English. It's 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 uh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm glad that you finally got to visit Sainsbury's, Tesco, M and S. Sainsbury's local. I mean, I, I that's the real reason to go there is to kind of check out all the local flavors. Um, that's all I want to do. I don't want to look at the Tate Museum. Oh, boring. Who wants to do that? I want to go to a. I went. I had to buy some like shoe goo. Did you did you pop a tire on your Converse? <laughs> no, my um my 2006 new old stock Air <laughs> Pegasus Nikes. Oh, my Roadman Nikes. If you buy shoes as as vintage and prized as I do, of course, I know you basically you're... get one wear out of them, and then the sole, like the yes. old Nike sole, it detaches from the body. It either detaches for the body or it simply kind of erodes into a dust. That so what position away. are we in with the Pegasus now? Did, were you able to repair it with your Roadman shoe goo? <laughs> so I, I had to look up a, a hardware store because the Sainsbury local only has like a shoe polish. Yeah. There's like super glue, but I need some an epoxy mm. with a mm-hmm. little squish and give. I love that even on vacation, the the working class nature of your approach can't be stopped. I would have simply taken these to a local cobbler and said, do what you can. I'll be back in three days. No, no, no. no. Not Jason. I get after it. And I go in. I went to a hardware store. It was the first time growing up in in Southern California where every single person in the hardware store was white. Mm -hmm. Just the customers, the employees, and and everyone is just like a tatted up kind of surly guy. Mm -hmm. And they were were just blasting like Dizzy Rascal at 10 (laughs) a.m., In a hardware store. Were they like receptive a, to you or were they like, we're not from around these parts? It was a little, I was like, hey, I'm looking for some shoe goo, like an epoxy to repair some shoes. And he was just like, what's we'll all that then? You know, like doesn't know anything. <laughs> sure. And I'm like, should I buy this one that has like a picture of a shoe on it? And he's like, it's all right. <laughs> Most likely, yeah. And yeah, I'm that'd like, be good. Can I pay for this now? And he's like, hey, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was, it was it, it, like the, when I go to a, like a Home Depot in America, it's like hundreds of people who have a job to do. They're buying things and there's like specialty items and stuff going on. And then a hardware store in, in London is just, it feels like a movie set, like a, like a Truman show kind of thing. There's just like everything is perfectly clean and lined mm-hmm. up. And someone's like, I'd like to buy a bucket of paint today, mm-hmm. please. And they're like, we have this white. It's it's because it's all owned by the queen. But so did you? Were you able to? So I went home. I I skeeted off that shugu all in there epoxy. I squeezed it. I set it. I I like put an end table on top of it to really make sure it's stuck. But I made the I made the executive decision. Not unlike my girl Anne Hayes, I had to pull the plug on the Pegasi because it was it was a. You're I, saying it was, it was beyond repair. It was I. I repaired it, but I knew that another day, rocking up, rocking up in those trainers mm-hmm. was just. I don't. It was too risky. Do and you also, have? Did you get a photo at least to kind of memorialize them? I, I did a pre-photo. I didn't. I didn't take a photo of it before or uh, uh, after. I after no. I, did I think it. that's okay as long as you have a memorial photo to kind of have and mm-hmm. share. You know, to, for your other fellow collectors on the message boards on soulcollector.au, <laughs> I think that will be... Brubs ain't got these. I, yeah, I mean... But, it, but let me tell you what, because a, a pair of Nike trainers in size 17 in the Rimois Roly bag, that's a lot of real estate. So you're saying you could be... You're in a position now to maybe cop some additional gear 
because some space has opened up in the in the carry on case. If I wanted to, uh, uh, it's unfortunate because you know packing for two weeks worth of clothes where mm-hmm. a pair of shoes takes up fifty percent of a suitcase. Mm-hmm. It's tough, so it's just basically like I'm wearing a white T-shirt and the same. You know, I'm just wearing the same clothes every day, and like it doesn't matter, whatever. Well, look, so I can't really be dressing. You're better off than me, who spent I don't know a hundred euros on laundry done at a hotel because my black Nike dry fit is is so sweaty that I can't <laughs> really wash it in the sink. You know, I try to do that because that's what people do. You know, hand wash of the workout clothes. I do that? So like, I just it don't it don't the the shit ain't tight enough. You know what I mean? Like, I need no, that I industrial don't. dryer to get that fucking spandex. You know what I mean? On my oh, quads. Oh, I see what's going on. Like, I need... That's perverse. I need the compression to be blood-curdling, if, okay, well, if possible. Did you really spend $100 on that service? I didn't look at the bill because I knew... They, they charge, like, $15 a shirt. Okay. You know? So, if you did spend that much money to clean some shorts, you could have just bought more. Maybe I could have, but I I don't. I, I was like a white tee, bro. I mean, I I I don't think Bon Marche has my my dry fit styles available. And the Nike Pro, yeah, I don't I don't think that the the Nike Town uh, <laughs> Champs Elysees was closed for the holidays, so I wasn't able to kind of get in and get out. I get it, but I'm glad you had a good time. And it looked like from from what I saw, um, you know, you were really just kind of getting drunk. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. But that all I is did. that is their culture. That's all they do, bro. I mean, I don't need to ever drink. I mean, I say that as I'm drinking a, a large beer right now, mm-hmm. just to kind of pass the time, get through the day. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to understand that culture a little bit. I'm very surprised and shocked how British people are not fatter than than they are. Well, they most of them look like shit, though. Let's not. You know, the good ones kind of make it to Vogue, BBC, and America. You know what I mean? And then but the rest eventually, of them, sooner or later, they'll they'll dance with the Reaper, like like our Libertines, bro. Or you know, like yeah, you have enough fry ups and enough mm. pints for breakfast. Can't, can't stand me now. Yeah, I mean, I do think that they. But it was so like they don't even walk that much. There's a decent amount of walking, but, but I mean the 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 tube is very efficient, so I don't get it. But like we we got there on a Monday. And left on a Friday, so we never really got to fully experience. There, everyone was like, "Oh, when like Friday, Saturday All comes, right. it's like the pubs this, spill out into the street. This neighborhood is turns into a party." Mm-hmm. And then I'm I'm hearing that being like, "Oh, that's pretty impressive and cool." But I'll be walking around at Tuesday at noon, and there's a hundred people just guzzling pints mm-hmm. on the street. I'm like, so that's not that no i mean al's friends came to visit us in paris and and jed uh her friend's boyfriend who i i love he he was british guy and he's just kind of like we went to we went to like the coolest rest this this like really cool restaurant and it was like all this natural wine he's like yeah like a beer like we don't have beer and he's like (laughs) what you know he like looked at this woman he was it was he was both mad and like his soul was crushed and i'm like damn i'm gonna go to joking I'm going to go buy this guy a beer. This is like his culture. <laughs> we can't do this. But he was saying to me, which is pretty funny, that he he's like, I only get half pints, man. Why? I don't know. I think he's I think he's just like safer way to be. Half they're, pint, they're, they're cuter. If I want another one, I just get another one. No big deal. But if I start ordering full ones, then I'm going to get fucked up. It's a control issue. Yeah, it's a control issue, which it is smart. Back to but that. the way he was crushed, I'm like, damn, this really is all they care about. Footy, <laughs> pints. And great music. And they also have a lot of pride in their country, which is something that doesn't really exist where I come from. Anymore. Oh, that's not true. I'm sitting right across from you, Chief. 
The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm dressed up like a bald eagle right now, and you're not even fucking going to recognize that? It's no, just, it's because we're not. Al- it, it's not cool now. It, at one point, it was very cool to have a lot of American pride. Now, I know. it's not. It's not cool. But you didn't get treated with any disrespect, like like Americans in Paris and London. They're pretty receptive. Oh no, no, no. they were they were very re- respectful in London. We were, of course, only going to high end establishments, and you know, you were kind of. Like, I was, but it, the problem with going to London as um, I don't know, like I miss traveling as a DJ, where it's like we're gonna go to a place. And then we're going to pay you money and you're going to play music and have fun and that's it. Versus traveling now, it's like we have to have a spreadsheet of restaurants and every day I get a DM from 100 different people of telling Bro, me where to go. Bro, you got to go to this. Oh, man. Shut up. It'd be, it'd it's be, also like I've been to these places. People keep doing this. I'm like, I've been to these places 100 times. Like I know the place I want to go. <laughs> I don't care what you think. Like I truly don't care. I'm trying to find the psychology behind it because I you I have to go to all the places. I mean, it's it, it becomes so overwhelming that I don't want to participate. Unfortunately, I will offer my suggestions sometimes, but I feel like I only do it with someone I know or someone that is like literally asking. Mm-hmm. Not just like, oh, I see that you are somewhere. You should go to my grandmother's favorite fucking bagel shop in Manchester. It's only three hours by train. It's like these it, it absolutely inane suggestions. And, it's you like, have, and you have no reason to trust my No, taste. it's like, bro, I don't fucking know. You got 10 followers. I'm going to go to St. John, loser. Everybody knows that. That's not like a, it's just like a not. None of this is a secret. It's not like you have the keys, you know. But it is, it is sweet because people know that I'm a food lover, but. It happens with with travel and all the time. Like even when I go to New York, it's kind of like that. It's like oh, every time I go to New York, there's eleven new things that have little thingies there, mm-hmm. and you got to go. And I'm like, I it's I I get I get decision fatigue, and I just yeah. want to eat like a, a a sandwich from the bodega that's closest to my hotel, and that's it. That this is what I was talking about last night with Andy at the table. We we are at a point where things are just too big and too popular. It's like like I was saying about TV, how there's a new show that everyone wants to tell you about every day. It's the same thing with restaurants, and it makes me just want to be like, I don't care about any of this. I don't give a shit about any of this. I'm going to go to Suin. I don't care what the lighting is like. <laughs> and I, I think it's, I think it can be refreshing. But when you, I mean, but St. John, this was, is why I got lifted, bro. You, St. John was you. You were like that. That was that shit. It was good. Yeah, that was that shit. That that's that was wonderful. But like the best thing I ate in London was probably. A French fry, aka a chip, at St. John. Yeah, but those those are the things where it's like this is something like I, I we live in New York and L.A. where the best of the best of the world travel to because that's where you can make a name for yourself and make money. So we're we're definitely spoiled being already at the top of the food chain for for culture and arts yeah. and food and whatever. Um, but, arg- arguably, but so I'm going to a place where that's been taken out, but. There's certain things that are done in certain places in certain ways that are only done there, and that's the only thing I care about if I'm trying to... Yeah, I mean, I think St. John's a perfect example of something that's like, oh, this is like extremely traditionally British, and there's a reason why it's so popular, and even as a vegetarian, it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. It, it, the experience and the way it looks, the whole thing is like... is is. I like going somewhere where like, here's a green onion, we put some olive oil and salt on it. And you just eat it raw like a rabbit, and then that, that, that's the shit that I that gets yeah. me a little on chub, versus like another fucking pate. 
Yeah. No, I mean, all look, food is bad, TV is bad, but you know what we do have, Jason? Thank <laughs> God. Podcasting. You know what I mean? What would we do? I mean, that's the only medium that matters, you know. Well, thank God. God. Thank God. Well, I'm I know, I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you went. It was fun. I I understand what you mean though about like traveling without a purpose. Cuz even on tour, it was like I'd been to all those cities before, but like knowing like, all right, we got a three-hour window here where we can do X, Y, Z, and then we got to go here and here. It is nice to have some guardrails. Yeah. Beyond, like, here's a hundred things we could do today. Like, let's just pick. Yeah, the guard the guardrails are good. And, you know, it, it's, you know, if hey, paint this picture. Paint whatever you want. It's, mm-hmm. you don't want, you don't know what to do. But, hey, paint a, paint a picture of a tree. You're going to be fine. You know what a tree looks like. And when you're out there and just thrown into the world and you can do everything, you you try to do everything and you end up doing everything. But it's just like. But we do live in this weird that? world now where people hear that you're going somewhere and they send you like an insane Google map with fucking like geo tags and locations of everything they've ever done there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I Honestly, if I don't know about it from my living my life and clicking around a little bit, I probably don't need to know about it. <laughs> I probably don't care. <laughs> like, I, I there's no way that unless that you're going to like a village in Nice, it's it's like a different thing. But like a major city, like mm. if you're online and you are aware of what's going on, you can spend 15 minutes and find the things that you need to do. Absolutely, like, that's just the reality. Like, it's not you know, and it's 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 what. You might like the stuff on your list the most, but I I trust my my sleuthing. I yeah. trust my trip advisor, Truffle Pig nose. I can look at thirteen places on TripAdvisor and be like, this this one might be the best or the highest yeah. rate or the Michelin, but this is the one I'm going to like the most because it's it's my mouth at the end of the day. Pause. Uh, I am having um I was having some um body issues. <laughs> Not dysmorphia. I suffer from that all the time. Well, that's every day. But in in Paris, after doing berries and walking around so much, I was having a a insane... Both of my heels felt bruised, and it just hurt to walk. What shoes were you wearing? I was wearing... Well, I was wearing my Newtons on the treadmill, but then I was wearing my my J.M. Weston's to walk around... Penny, never, penny loafers, sockless. Of course, mm-hmm. I, I've never felt pain like that, and I would go run. I, I like would go on the treadmill the next day, and it would hurt, but it'd be like fine. And mm-hmm. then in the afternoon, I'd be like, "Am I limping right now?" Because both, and they're like red. They're red. That's weird. Very a weird. bruised heel, and then it went away. Uh, you know, after I, I then for the rest of the time, I wore a more comfortable shoe to to walk around. Um, but how are the heels now? I sh- that's what I was going to say. I wanted to let you know I'm fine, <laughs> and you don't have to worry about me. And if you bought a card, you can keep it. I don't. Were you able to remedy the situation holistically? Of course. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I you didn't just kind of walk on the tippies. I, I didn't get any injections or anything. You know what it was? Honestly, I think is that I take Advil muscle and back pain relief every day, and I didn't. I wasn't taking any. How many? Four. How many? Four. Okay. Four per hour. Oh, four, four in the morning, four at night. Okay, okay. Yeah, but look, if my liver's gonna go, it's gonna go. Right. No, I agree. Like whatever, mm. you know. But that's also this, that's your tree talks. It, it's my tree talks, and look what it did. It made my heels red and painful. Well, I know, but this do you is, think that was? Do you think that was toxins leaving my body through my heels? Remember when the tree talks is like this? <laughs> our our lives, we're we're privileged and lucky enough to create our 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 everyday home life. That's right. To be exactly what we want because we're just bitches like that. Mm-hmm. 
And then when we go on holiday, that gets disrupted. And then you have to sort of atone for the sins. You have to have a Lent-like situation. Okay. You have to give up your things in order to <laughs> then... Ed, you know, I don't want to use the E word, but you're edging. So you're saying you're that, coming that you're back. You're saying that your tree talks, which first of all you broke last night, but we don't need to get into. I that. did not get high. Okay, well, you tried though, and that's the worst part. You think if I, you think if I, <laughs> I try to get high on muscle and back pain, that'd be like me being a heroin addict, and I just find a needle on the ground and lick it. It ain't. It ain't really okay. That's fair. It ain't really relapsing. So you're saying that you're, but I see what you mean, and maybe that is true. And thank God my heels felt good enough for that twisted run I did this morning. Because if you're taking eight leaves, neck back and what's it? Neck muscle and, and back. neck and back. Muscle and back. Don't do that. <laughs> if you're taking eight neck and back leaves <laughs> every day, obviously your tolerance is going to be affected. You're mm-hmm. going to become accustomed to it. You might not even be doing anything. It's maybe just like a, a psychosomatic, yeah, you know, sugar pill type of situation. Uh-huh. But if you go, if you go dry, mm-hmm. cold turkey, two weeks. And then you come back first day out the feds. Oh, I'm gonna be when, you, when you're back in WeHo and you pop <clears throat> maybe six just to kind of <laughs> just to kind of tickle the <laughs> tickle the taint a little bit. You know what I also oh, brother, your, your girl's gonna come home. The bathtub water is gonna be overflowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, to Chris. Oh no, I found a bottle. <laughs> Call my mom. I found a bottle of pills next to the next to. The, I hope he's okay. Oh no, what was it? A leave muscle and back, <laughs> but. You know, I when when I finally get back home, and I spark up my exotics, <laughs> you know how good that's going to feel. Because before I was I was getting too I wasn't getting too high, but my edible tolerance no when you get the was increasing when you get home and you get the Wiz Khalifa pre rolls. I can't even imagine what you're going to do. You're going to be floating through Glendale, it's just spaceships in Glendale. I'm every, but every little thing. Every little thing. Your bed feels well, so amazing. Talk, that's one Your thing. Shower I'll, at home. That's something I want to talk about that we need to discuss. Oh no. The smoothies. <laughs> Bro, the berry smoothies in Europe in Milan and Paris, the berry smoothies are it, it's literally like water and ovaltine powder. There's no heft. There's no weight. There's mm-hmm. no thickness mm-hmm. to the smoothie. It's literally water and powder. And I don't understand because I think it boils down to the Europeans' aversion to ice. Oh, yeah, they, because they hate the, ice. The, when, when the ice hits the Vitamix, it becomes an aerated situation, mm-hmm. not unlike the soft self. They hate ice here, which I've known. And, and I've, I, but the smoothies in Milan and Paris, I, I only had to have them a couple times in Paris. Thank God for our friends at Wild and the Moon for providing some healthy options. Mm-hmm. But it was a, it was a. Oh. So the smoothies are are merely just like we don't want to eat smoothies here in Europe. That's like an American bullshit thing. But we can make money on it. But we're gonna we're gonna try to capitalize on it. We're mm-hmm. we're gonna try to give you what you want. You know, it's just like we can get nine euros for the chocolate peanut butter with the vegan protein. Mm-hmm. But we, it, it's it's awful, is what you're saying. Awful, awful, un inedible. But I would have it because I was so in need of. Well, protein. what I wonder is is that the case or are European people? Drinking the smoothies in America and being like, this is garbage. I hate this Wolverine from Sun Life <laughs> Organics. Or like they're like, they, they go, talk they, about Haley Bieber. I, I, this smoothie gross. Yeah, they go to Else Bar and, <laughs> and they're like, these smoothies are they're way too thick. Who wants to eat this thick smoothie? But bullshit. As, smoothie- I'm going to create 
the best smoothie and it's going to be watery no, it's, and warm. It, it would and somehow have like, how, what if that's what they prefer and it's better that way? They would somehow put brain. fish in it or something, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just the, the, they're like, the smoothie, we put a little, it's like half a baguette is, is in there. I'm like, why are you putting we bread in grind, my smoothie? We just grind it up. We don't like ice, but we need something to give it kind of a thickening agent. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it's just chocolate. It's honestly pure it's, chocolate bars. It's so bad, they shouldn't be allowed to charge for it. But I also noticed they're much less popular. You know, you get out of a Barry's class in New York, there's 15 smoothies waiting, you know, for the. Line them up, brother. There's three or four fucking. Oh, I mean, also, just while we're on the sorry, just while we're on the Barry's Paris topic, I did see something that went crazy on Twitter. I saw a woman mm. do the entire class, and of course, a beautiful matching set. I didn't catch the brand, but then she had a thin white cardigan that she wore off the shoulder mm. for the entire workout. <sighs> she was running on the treadmill in a cardigan. Okay, so she had the aloe set. And then the Agnes B over the shoulder. I wish tied. it was Agnes B. It was probably more Zara B. Okay, but it she was also like ripped and like pretty hot. So I think everybody was just like, okay, I'm gonna let this rock. See, that's the kind of shit that we don't get in America. I think she was American. Oh my god! But that's the problem. That's what the, American chicks come to Europe and think they gotta really be dressing. It's true. You see them walking around. You're like, you're wearing five inch heels with ninety degrees outside of the full face of makeup. Like you ain't fooling anybody. You're from Oklahoma. That's what it, I, I am grateful for being a fella out here because yeah. I when I like when we went and got coffee in, in the village square piazza before this like every other guy's wearing just like a guest t-shirt <laughs> tucked into like Massimo jeans and like flip flops. They love the knee length shorts with a little roll right at the knee. Knee length denim short at the roll. I, I had my eye on this. The other thing I saw that was incredible is we were at we were in Paris at just a cafe and there was like a fucking white chick like who ordered, you know, an Aperol spritz and she's having her niçoise salad and then she's just like on the phone the whole time and then she <laughs> she's like, hold on, hold on. And she hands the phone. She's like, I'm trying to book a hydrofacial and I don't speak French. Can you just help me to a French person next to her? <laughs> and I checked the phone and the iPhone Pro Max 12 has the San Vicente bungalow sticker on the back. <laughs> no and i'm like damn this is what people think we are and this is what we are she kept it on golly it was amazing it was amazing to ask a french french people are mean they they're they don't mm -hmm. want to the woman did it because i think she was just like i gotta i want this bitch away from if me. i Let do me this just, you'll stop yeah if you do this i'll stop <laughs> exactly. yeah if if you're gonna keep the san vicente bungalow sticker on the phone it has to be in its original placement it has covering to, the camera, great idea. It has to be covering the camera, or or else it ain't really real. I don't know if there's any other like hot, dumb chick signifier like that sticker. Besides, maybe like a wild. I, I, I know seven girls personally right now listening to this, <laughs> kind of like begrudgingly peeling it off the back. <laughs> well, of it's their either phone that, right or you now. have like a if you're younger, maybe you have a wildflower case. You know what I mean? Speaking of cases, you have a phone case now, and that's crazy to me. I always have a peel case, but the last one got so fucked up. I mean, look how this. nice that is, though. Like, it's barely barely there. It's barely there. <laughs> it's barely there. No, it is It, it is. It is barely there, but it kind of goes against your philosophy, right? I It does go against my philosophy, but also, like, having a beat-up phone is only cool for chicks. Mm, interesting. Hot chick, beat-up phone, cool. Would you consider my phone to be beat up? 
I got a couple dings on the top, but otherwise. No, this looks pretty good. I mean, I don't, lo- I don't love having scale a scale bra- of one to ten. How dinged up is is she? I mean, we're gonna have a seven, eight, seven, s- seven point eight. Dinged up one to ten, seven. You got a lot more dinging to do. All right, that's good. I just don't. I got a new phone before we left because my shit was so cooked. But also, I've mm. dropped it. I dropped the old one, no case, running a few times, and it really hits the ground hard. And I got to protect against that. Okay, um, that's not very awesome sauce. I'm never going to get a case. Congratulations. It's, it's the only thing that makes me feel like I have money. Oh, well, Cause I have pe- a lot of things that make me feel like I have money, even though I don't. Could so people look at it and it's like, you know, there's like, like the meme of like, you don't have a phone on your case. What are you, a millionaire? Do or you a think, case on your phone. Do sorry. you think that maybe they don't think you're a millionaire because it's uh, purple? Or do that's you think that cool. makes you look more like a millionaire? Yeah, it makes me look like more of a millionaire. <laughs> Because my phone is purple, it makes me look like I have a million dollars somewhere in like an account that I that I don't even that I forgot about or sure. something like that. Because I live so carefree. Yeah, you're a real carefree guy. <laughs> I don't I don't really care. When I was when I was traveling a lot, uh, a, a good airport trend I noticed, which is maybe you can explain it to me because of your core strength, but <laughs> backpack on the front. Oh, been it, seeing it a lot. That's that's absolute Euro summer vibe. It's so you don't get raw. It's so someone doesn't. Oh, that's it. it. Well, it's that, and it's also like you're aware of your spatial. You're like more have more spatial awareness when it's on the front than when it's in the back because mm. you just hit people in the face and shit, and, or somebody can unzip it. So it's double both of those things. Okay, that's a good explanation, mm-hmm. and I I don't like that. That makes so much sense, and I never thought of that. Well, Jason, that's why we do this podcast is because we help each other. I'm learning. Well, check that one off the list. Adios. Another um, one good thing that happened on the airplane over, we had a red eye, left at like 6 p.m., landed at noon, LDN, direct. I was in economy delight. Not great. <laughs> Not delightful? But I um, obviously, I visited a local drug dealer before I mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. And, and secured some moon rocks. Uh-huh. For a friend of the show, uh, yeah, for a previous guest who will go unnamed, one that I was surprised to hear was put in the Moon Rocks order, but also impressed. And we've talked a lot about drug dealing and, right. and drug dealer menus on the show, and and I had never this is the first time I had seen, you know, like let me get a hundred dollars worth of Moon Rocks, mm-hmm. you know, like a gram of Moon Rocks or whatever, and it's in the little drug baggie and it's mm-hmm. some little kind of like crunchy crystals or whatever. It's called a jewelry bag, but sure. A little jewelry bag full of, of like, you know, kind of brown, yellowy, maldon crystals uh-huh. that I might sprinkle on top of my um, terribly scrambled eggs here in Italy. <laughs> they don't understand what the meaning of that scram- is. That scramble looks more like cat food. It did look like cat food. Um, but they he handed me the jewelry bag. The moon rocks was one rock. It was what it looked like. It was a purple. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like a Real Housewives engagement ring crystal, just one fat moon rock. And I'm, which seems kind of, I mean, like when you get the one, like when you would get cocaine back in the day or the rock and you get the one rock, that's a sign of, quality. High, of high quality, right? Of high quality. Yeah. But with the, but then once you have that rock, how do you break it down? You have to you just like hit it. With I actually a, explained this to someone recently and they were, um, I don't know if disturbed, maybe, but they were a little taken aback by the detail that I went into. But the, what you do... Do tell. You put the rock on the table. Mm-hmm. You put a bill, preferably 100, of course, okay. on top of that rock. 
then you take your American Express Platinum card and you beat it down a little bit and then you just rub vigorously <laughs> until it forms a powdered substance. Some will stick to the bill. You fold the bill up, you scrape it all off, and then you're able to cut lines easily from that from okay. that powder. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I don't know why we have to use money for that and not just... Maybe some cling film or well, some parchment I paper. I don't know if you've ever done drugs before, Jason, but there's a lot of money involved in cocaine <laughs> specifically. Maybe not little moon rocks, but... In your world, yeah. With cocaine, you would use a bill to snort it, so it was like, I already have this. Well, that's very front of house of you. As a back of house shawty, I, I'm, I'm pulling out one of my knives, maybe a paring knife so I can get more control and really just... Because I'm thinking about a wasted product, you know? If you... Well, that's the problem, Jason. If I'm breaking down the Toro... And and uh, you can't no, and, and, and master is watching behind me. <laughs> even if it's one percent of product that's being left on the on the skin, I see what you're saying. There probably is a better method, and I'm sure there's been advancements in this technology since my time in the stall. Hitting the say. Vitamix or the or the the spice grinder. <laughs> I mean, or mortar and pestle. I'm sure you have one. There we go. That's what I was looking for. But the moon rock, it's not it's not a powder form. It's literally just like yeah. It just looks like a. Like I mean, a, I don't really a, understand a sapphire or I don't emerald. really understand how. How do you ingest it? Oh, you can. Um, you, you just eat it. You just eat it. You don't sprinkle it on something. You can do it. Can you I smoke mean, it. That's a good question. I don't. I've never get out the tinfoil. Let's give it a test. I'm sure you can get a little something going. Every time I've had it, it's either just like, um, like you dip the pinky in like a fun dip, and you okay, so like a Molly style. You, you do like, a Molly style, or sprinkle a little bit in your vodka soda sure. or whatever. But I, I, I was looking at this like solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked like a piece of glass, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it, it, that seems like more of a, of a hassle than, yeah, than a benefit. I don't know what we're gonna. Yeah, do Yeah, but here. if I mean, look, man, if that's like when there's a will, there's a way. Exactly. So what did you? If you didn't get moon rocks. You just got some Zanza Barbarians. I got, I got, um, I got ten bars. You got some ladders. I got some ladders, and he was like, "Hey, just to let you know, there's they're broken up into like four segments. So like, don't take a whole one. It's meant to be like, You're like bitch. Am I twelve years old? I've taken a Xanax before. This motherfucker tried to mansplain Xanax bars to you. He tried to Zansplain me. Do not Zansplain. <laughs> but I, the whole time, I mean, I I was just happy to be getting how much high how quality. much are bars on the street. Ten, damn, that's it. Okay, they stayed that they've they've leveled out. But I thought there was a point where there were twelve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, these were ten. But I I, I kind of politely to myself I was like, I've I've taken Xanax before, but thank you for uh, that's kind of you to give me that warning. But I'm also thinking like, so um, no warning on this hundred dollar <laughs> moon rock here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I don't know about that. That's so just, like this thing right here that you're gonna like eat and like fall asleep on a on no, a plane. Just su- suck on that thing like a ring pop until it kind of just dissolved. <laughs> you be good. The 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 Xanax. You got to be careful with that. Be careful with that. That's one. prescription. That's kind of government mandated. You got to be careful. The Sackler. I don't know. You got. I mean, I guess I get it because if if you do enough Xanax, you you might go to sleep and. Not that, wake up. And that's it. But with the moon rocks, all you're going to do is just find like a, a melon baller and scoop your eyeballs out before you, <laughs> you know, fall out of a giant tree or yeah, something. Yeah, I guess that's, I guess both. Yeah, it's more fun that way. But Xanax feels like there's more of a death opportunity. That's so funny to be like, just so you know, I would have been like, bitch, I will take my business elsewhere. I think, I think maybe he had been uh, burned, but he had been stung by that bee before. Yeah. Is like, 
I had a couple client, a couple great clients. We've lost some clients. <laughs> We've lost some clients to the Zans, so I just want to make sure that you stick around. Mm-hmm. So I was so high on Xanax <laughs> that I watched uh, FX's Dave on the flight. I never thought I would see the day, and I'm both elated and disappointed in you. I know. But it, don't tell me that you... Because, see, this is the problem when you're high on drugs. Mm-hmm. It might make you like something that you, that you shouldn't like. Yeah. You're, Do you you're, think that that happened in this case? The 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 level of discerning taste yeah. is affected by it. That's the best thing that happened to me by not doing drugs anymore. I, I hate everything. <laughs> I have no... There's no... There's no... There's nothing that I used can, to be so high, I liked people. Yeah. Now, there's nothing I can do. It, it, I can't escape my own problem myself. It was it was kind of a good and a bad. You know when um, I guess maybe it's been a while for you, but like if you're maybe at the doctor or the dentist and they put the laughing gas on you or they mm-hmm. they give you the little IV drip of morphine mm-hmm. or Dilaudid if you're a lucky duck, and they're kind of like saying little things yeah. to you. So you, <laughs> so when Macklemore came on screen in in episode four. You that was you. Kind of, yeah, it, it was kind of yeah. I felt like um, you know when you like jangle keys in front of a baby. That was sort of like when Macklemore came on screen. That part was actually funny. I mean, I I understand why people like Dave. I still, I won't I won't say that I'm Dave Pilled. I won't say that I'm a fan fan. But mm-hmm. I think you know the the re, the the stuff that we hate the most is is because we are so similar to of them of course and there's a part of ourselves that we see in them that we don't like so we subconsciously push it away so in a lot of ways dave is is me and me is dave and i get I it him <laughs> slim with a tilted brim <laughs> what's my name fool oh wow, i wasn't expecting a west coast reference from you i don't like it but i'm with a west coast i'm with a west coast king grazie grazie I so uh, it was so I was sort of I mean because I took so much Xanax on this flight I mean I could have been they could have been like watching like here's a um, like a video where like Johnson and Johnson like pours acid on like a mm. baby you'd puppy's have, eyeballs you'd have I, found some humor in that and I'd be like another uh, screwdriver sweetheart a little more of these pretzels while you're at you know. <laughs> So it was a little bit of that going on. So I watched two episodes and like kind of fell asleep afterwards. But I see potential. I see potential there. I don't. Okay. I might start watching it. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. I think that I've talked too much shit on Lil Dicky. But I like that he's aware of himself and he's able. Well, that's he does a good problem. job. About I want to reward him, him for being so self-aware because that has made him famous and that mm-hmm. is should be rewarded in some ways. Uh, but I just don't, again, it's just like anything else. Don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care enough to watch. I've watched it too. I watched a couple episodes in a similar situation. I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. This is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, but because I'm on a tree talks and because I am kind of white knuckling it through mm-hmm. life where green knuckling is much better. Mm-hmm. I have been having um, like the best part and the worst part about marijuana is you you get a great night's sleep. Mm-hmm. So I don't really smoke. I weed. I haven't slept in five years. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't smoke weed during the daytime uh, yeah. unless it's a very rare occasion. You know, once or twice a year if I'm at a day party or something like that. 
and you know Zsa Zsa the flirt passes me a hog leg I, I won't say sure. no I'll, I'll take know, a small puff I'm glad that you were out of town for the game's new album release party because you would what, probably, what's the name of his album it has a funny name bro there's one song there's one song on the game album that absolutely bangs it is you, you so listen good to the new game that's interesting two chains the game absolutely smacks it has a funny name what the fuck yeah it is does it? have a drillmatic something verse something Dramatic. no there's a, there's a single that came out that's six minutes long that's him two chains somebody else and i heard it on the joe budden podcast actually i was like what is this and i i was like oh this is extremely good hopefully the game's back i mean i think he's back he attacks eminem for 10 minutes that's my guy say less queen. you shit on eminem i'll buy i'll buy it on <laughs> itunes i listened to a new eminem song last week on the freeway and i was like this is this is just, na, 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 na. It's so so bad. Now. It's crazy. It's gone into a new territory of bad. You know his. You know his hot daughter has a podcast. Hot is a relative term. I just. But yeah, mean, she has a podcast. You know. Well, she doesn't have a podcast. She has a neon sign behind her. On, <laughs> on a, she talks her to camera bedroom. with the neon sign behind her. <laughs> That's a podcast. Yeah, there's two different. Yeah, nowadays all these fucking losers have ruined podcasting because they're like, oh, you have a podcast, I'll watch it. And you're like, no. What if we got a how long on neon? <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> a pink handwritten neon where it normally would say what well, I mean I don't know what it I mean obviously it just says the name of the show but But no, I think that if we got one it would have to yeah, cuz like <laughs> all who all who wander are not lost type of type phrase, B. you know. They charge by the letter so maybe not no, but so the wordy. thing is neons used to be like because I bought one before from the famous place in Tribeca, and it's like a whole thing. Nowadays, you go online, it's like 30 bucks for mm-hmm. a neon because they're like LED or some fake shit. Mm-hmm. So it could be worth it just for the prank. Yeah, we should get a how long, how long got neon. That would be good. Um, where was well, I don't know why I was talking about that, though. Um, I'm coming back. Oh, the, the, the cannabis part. So I have... I've been I smoke weed every night before I go to bed. That's every day, and it helps me sleep and not only fall asleep, but more importantly, sustain sleep. I like you sound like an infomercial. <laughs> more it, importantly, I stay asleep. Yeah, I, I I'm able to fall asleep, but to stay asleep for my you know seven eight hours. Well, there's so much going on in that fucking giant head of yours. I can't imagine you being able to kind of turn off. You know. Yeah, but. So I don't when you if you smoke weed every day you don't really dream, you know. Uh oh, <laughs> I'm seeing where this is going. So when you stop smoking weed, this this comes back to my green knuckling and white knuckling. When you stop smoking weed, not only is it kind of hard for you to fall asleep, it's hard for you to stay asleep, mm-hmm. and then years of dreams come come rushing at Uh-oh. you. Uh oh. On some Fleetwood Mac shit. Uh huh. And I and I've been having bizarre dreams it starts off they start off as nightmares and then they turn into kind of interesting dreams but it's it's sort of part of this two-week journey where every day the the style of dream changes like you bring a moleskin to kind of jot this stuff down i did not i've got it all up top i try to talk to my life partner about it and she's like okay i mean talking to anyone about your dreams nobody gives a fuck obviously yeah you you think that wouldn't you and then you bring it up on this podcast that's an interesting i'm not going to describe my dreams i'm just describing the concept of what's happening so like (laughs) like the many stages of discovering dreams again Uh and there's a lot of people who talk about you know like your a dream or a nightmare is your your body or your brain um you know, like if you've repressed things 
thoughts, emotions, Uh-oh. memories, or whatever. Uh-oh. The dream. Are you gay in these dreams? <laughs> I'm not gay, but the what happens in my dreams is is sort of taking a page out of your book. Also, uh-oh. Anger and violence happens in my dreams. I'm not violent. Just angry. Okay. So you're saying that you're whipping guys' asses in the pit? I'm saying that like I'm I'm being put like typically for me a nightmare is like like I don't get scary mm-hmm. s- scared of my dreams because like mostly I sort of know I'm dreaming in them and I'm just like annoyed that I'm stuck in them so it's like a little lucid it's like ten mm-hmm. percent lucid ninety percent nightmare so I, I'm never like truly terrified by my dreams I'm sure. not having like saw you're two not waking up in a cold sweat after the reaper got to you. Yeah, I'm I'm annoyed, not frightened. Sure. Well, but, welcome to my life. So I'm in these dreams, and instead of you know like being killed by monsters or whatever, I'm I'm just put in these like frustrating situations, and like people will be bugging me, and I'll get like really angry, and I'll start sweating, and I'll be in distress, and then they all end in me having to, you know, just kill them or or fight them or like. This is worrisome for me personally. <laughs> But I think it's I think it's good because all of this, you know, all the anger that we repress whenever, you know, whatever turns into fear, which turns into whatever. So all that anger inside of me is coming out in my dreams. And I think that's I mean, I guess it's healthy. It's going to come out at some point. Mm -hmm. So you're really using this vacation as more of a kind of a it's a it's a it's a tree talks in every sense of the word yeah this is really interesting because i i um can't relate but uh <laughs> i'm glad that you're using this time wisely and i mean it's pure hell but it's also it's a it's one That's of those right. things that kind of has to be done you know it, it's like you know it's yeah like, it's like going to charles de gaulle on a friday afternoon it's one of those things that's got to be done cleaning out the rain gutters yeah of course taxes no, I, 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 I whatever agree. it is you I know agree. like certain certain things you just gotta be like well this is gonna suck fucking dick but i'm, I'm gonna do it mm. and i'll be a better person for it hopefully hopefully <laughs> we'll see we'll see you said to remind you about a tim horton story <laughs> is that true oh shit yeah Everyone in this has to go unnamed, but we were with a friend in Paris, and he was like, "Oh, bro, I gotta tell you this story. It's so it's so sick. This this woman I know was like fighting with her boyfriend, and he she like went to the bathroom, and he opened her phone, and he saw he saw an Uber mm-hmm. at two thirty in the morning mm-hmm. to go to Tim Hortons, and he's not from Canada." And she came out of the bathroom, and he was like, "Who the fuck is Tim Horton? Why are you going to his house at two thirty? <laughs> Which I just think is so—it's obviously funny, but it's also like—I mean, obviously, it's different for me because I'm a—I'm a basically an honorary Canadian. Mm-hmm. But like, Tim Hortons is big. It's not like it's some like local Justin donut Bieber shop. has a collab. Yeah, Justin Bieber has a collab. So this guy was literally screaming his girlfriend in the middle of the night because she went to get a donut. <laughs> I also like the idea of of Uber, like when you Uber to someone's house, it shows the the name of the person who lives there. <laughs> like when I go to your house, it's just an address and a street Chris name. Black, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't just say Chris. It Black. doesn't say my. Oh hell no! Oh, you were not. You're not going to Chris's house. It was so funny. It really made me. It really made me chuckle. That was the that was the highlight of Paris. The highlight of London for me was was going to Chiltern Firehouse. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our our man Armand. <laughs> That's a fun thing to the say. The goat, and which is sort of like the Soho house, 
of, of no, Soho. no, no, no. It's more of the it's more of the Chateau Marmont or the Bowery. I would say. Okay, yeah, yeah, the Chateau Marmont or the bungalows. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like a place that is constructed. Ooh, it, it's a place that is constructed only for rich people to be like a playground. That's right. Like there's like normal people are not allowed there. Only rich people are allowed there who like don't aren't able to create their own funds. And thank God Armand's there to get you in because you don't you're not you're not from Saudi Arabia. You're not rich mm-hmm. and you're not British. And speaking of rich Saudi Arabians, we went to the the smoking section where you you enter in through the restroom yeah. through the loo. And even though it's 2022, the 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 men's room door that goes into the secret smoking area says women and wine and then the woman's room says cigarettes and men Mm -hmm. which is a little i mean it's fine you think that's a little problematic i'd like to see something you know cigarettes and them (laughs) instead i this is something we should talk to to andre about yeah ab let's get balls on the horn let's get ab not not antonio brown (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't mind a third door for the rest of us ab So so we get down and and I didn't know about this and and Carolyn discovered it organically because she was just in the loo and then she ran into you know a good looking couple from whatever Essex yeah. whatever this is my brother and this is Tilly and Winston or whatever it is and they're like oh I love your hair I love your shoes I love you know like yeah. that and she's like we're just going around to have a cigarette and she's like okay and then she like walk and she's like do you want to come with and she's like. We're in a bathroom. And she's like, no, no, no. It's right. And she opens the door. And she was like, oh, this is cool. I feel amazing and special. And we go down in there. And there's a table at the end of maybe Saudi, maybe maybe Iranian. I'm not sure. But they were, they were Persian. And they were obviously rich. And they were having like the worst conversation in the world, obviously. Not because of their nationality, but because of their, Thanks for clear that their wealth and stuff. You know. My Persian listeners know I'm an ally. And they were basically one... There's three girls. One of them was sort of consoling the other girl okay. because she had made the... Um, she kind of let it all out on the table and made like a, a brave admittance of something mm-hmm. that she she owns a horse, but she only has one. She said that out loud? <laughs> She said she only had one horse. And her other friends were, her homegirls were there by her side. And they didn't leave her. And then the next table over, the, this fucking like Turkish artist guy wearing like rainbow Valentino shoes with like diamond studs on them or something like that. He, uh, he was an ally and he stepped up and he said, hey, I only have one horse too. <laughs> it's okay. This it's is okay. <laughs> this is I love to see this. This is just this is human. <laughs> this is humans helping other humans. This is called compassion. This is called empathy. And this is what we need more of in this sick sad world. And you know where you can find it? Right through the bathroom in the back at Children Firehouse where the rooms start at 1000 a night. Euros, pounds. Could you me. imagine the look? I mean like both of us were frozen. Yeah, that's insane. Both of us were frozen. I mean, cuz you you can't laugh at that because it's it's like a, a silent room. Yeah. With like two people talking and we had to act like this was all normal. And the whole time I'm like pulling my phone out and writing this on my notes app like <laughs> don't forget 
Don't do not, forget. Do not forget. Do not forget. Do that's not. actually really good, man. That's really good. <laughs> I'm glad forget. you enjoyed your time at the firehouse. You know, it's, did you get some fries or anything? No, I just had martinis after martinis. Mm-hmm. We had some berries, mm. some berries and cream, oh, just like a Wimby. Mate. I think there are little bits of white chocolate in there. Oh. Dolce de leche. That's a nice bonus. It was nice. There was a, there was a DJ there playing some wedding music for mm-hmm. like 11 people who have like $4 billion each and no friends. There's like a guy who walked in who had like a full blonde perm and had like like YouTube makeup tutorial, like full beat on. I guess in London it's full whack. Mm-hmm. And just like shows up alone and just like, I'm here, everybody. And everyone has to like pretend that they're excited and they like kiss each other on the cheek and say, you know, like, oh, I bought this new bag today. And they're like, that's so cool. I have this new shirt today. I went to the store and went shopping all by myself. And then a guy, a DJ guy with like a perm who like fucks everyone there, plays like, I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. <laughs> and then three fucking twinks and queens do a fake dance. And they're like, I like dance music. How bad? Now, when you're in a situation like that, you're obviously loving it. You know, you're taking it I'm all I'm loving in. it. But I mean, how bad do you want to DJ? At Shelter and Firehouse after that experience? I think zero because okay. I mean, because the taste level, like everyone is wearing like very expensive clothes and like fashion wise, they seem to be um, pretty well cultured. Like they knew about shit. And but they're, they're not going to know your bicep remix. <laughs> but yeah, but they're but, not going to know the rock to con like a prayer. Exactly. Re-edit. Shout out to rock. So like the DJ was, I mean. Nice guy, you know, this sex machine guy who clearly has fucked everyone there. Sex machine. This guy, sex machine. <laughs> and he's playing all on vinyl, and, and he knew, he kind of, we were looking at each other. He and knew that you knew? Every time he'd mix a new song, he'd look at me because my arms were kind of crossed, and he'd be like, mm, it's good. It's good. Like, like, if I was DJing and Tom York is in the room, every time I mix a song, I look over, does Tom I see, like so it? you're Tom York in the situation. That's right. Okay. Something like that. That's how bad this guy was. No, he wasn't bad, but... He was he was doing the job he had to do. He was, but he started out playing kind of like cool, tasteful like disco records on vinyl. I'm like, oh, sick! This guy's just playing like cool disco on vinyl. And then I realized that that was happening because I was the only person in the room because mm. I got there at like ten o'clock and like no one was there. Of Highest course. in the room. So then, like around one thirty, two two a.m., then everyone shows up for the last forty five minutes, and then he starts playing wedding music, and then people like fake dance. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a bizarre thing. It is a bizarre thing. It's it's truly like a jail vibe. Well, I mean, that's the problem with hotel scenes is that it's like. Kind anyway, of, shout out to children. Thanks for your hospitality, you guys. I are. mean, it's a great place, but that's the problem with all. It's like it's a little bit of everybody's. I mean, not actually everybody's welcome because it's obviously <laughs> there's a door person. And the price is exorbitant, but the the reality is it's got to sort of be like general vibes mm-hmm. on like a Wednesday. Yeah. I'm sure on a Friday or Saturday it can be a little more like dialed in. Like this is our DJ and I've actually seen Rory Phillips DJ there. Yeah. He, I missed him and I was able to link with Rory while I was there. He went, he, uh, he walked us around. I, I met a fan while we were walking down the street to Mangal two. Mm-hmm. Had a great steak. Well, I, I know you've been eating a lot of steak. I watched Jason. <sighs> we went to a restaurant first night here in, in, Toscana. And it was a beautiful restaurant. It was really nice. Couldn't actually. get that bone out of my mouth. And Jason was kind of, the way he was eating the bone, I thought he had kind of turned into 
a dog. Like yeah. that Snoop Dogg video where you morph into the dog. A second West Coast reference. It was it was it was I anamorphosized. It was disturbing, but also he was using utensils, not just his mouth, so it was he was being respectful of his other guests. Kind of like how you would use a knife to slice off some some parma ham off of a leg mm. of prosciutto or something like that. Mm. I was doing that with because everyone knows the best meat is right on closest to the bone. That's right. So you were basically gnawing on gristle. Um, mm-hmm. Good gristle. But at, at Mangal too, they had, um, which is a great, you know, Middle Eastern restaurant where everyone that works there is white. And they had this retired dairy cow steak, which they just take like a 10-year-old cow that they use for milking. And then they, they kill it. And then, uh, but the meat is more mature. It's got more flavor and personality. And the fat is yellowy and stuff. But I'm also getting more mature as I age. <laughs> That's so interesting. My fat's been yellowing as, as the years tick on. I'll say it. You do look a little jaundicey <laughs> here on, on, on the. And, 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 and Rory Phillips, shout out. We were walking from, uh, from Cadet to Mangal 2, as one does, a stroll through the lane. And he made sure to go by one street. To, so I could see there's a, a housing district called Gay House. <laughs> and there was, you know, like a, a building that had been there for yeah, 700 years. And, in you know, in the tile writing, it just says Gay House. And he's like, oh, I want to show you right down the street my favorite genre of music. And I was like, oh, same, bro. And then underneath it, somebody had spray painted the word gay just to, just to be sure. So you couldn't miss it, kind of. <laughs> Yes. Got it all laid out there on the tiles. And then, uh, and then Dan, sh- I, w- I showed it to Dan, Decatur Dan, and he showed me, oh, that reminds me of another photo. It's like somebody had graffitied like, you know, highest name or like top billing or like mm. I'm the highest name on the wall or something like that. And then somebody had wrote, just wrote spray painted Dave above that. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. But anyway, shout outs to all of our uh, international bros, mm. everyone in London, all the restaurants that serve me. Lots of bits and bobs, odds and sobs, yeah, all the right. beans, all the toast. Thank you to Takara and Wild in the Moon for taking care of me. That's all I really <laughs> wanted. That's all I really wanted. And thank you guys for um, enjoying this pod while we're on vacation. We had to drop a little something secret for you. Yeah, well, we're, we got we still have another week of vacation, but it would be it would be unfair and I would say rude when we're when we're together to not kind of drop this jewel but we have a lot of great pods coming up because you know Jason might be on vacation but Chris ain't on vacation the booking department is alive and well and we're rejigging the schedule (laughs) on a daily basis to make Mm -hmm. fall 2022 the best season of podcasting that you've ever heard. <laughs> the, the all new fall twenty two season. The all new fall twenty two. The Thursday eight p.m. time slot. Oh, buddy. We every podcast of how long gone is must see TV eight p.m. Thursday time slot. You don't fucking forget it. Chris has been working. I have been working on myself, which will then hopefully in turn create some great content. That's great. That's what we do here. Uh, but yeah, we will. Um, we will be back full tilt uh, in about another week. And, Full uh, whack. and pray, pray for all of our travels to be safe and successful. And um, pray yeah. for a first class upgrade. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you to Delta One for having this international certificate. Uh, and um, yeah, we'll see you soon. Arrivederci. Ciao, ciao. She's crazy like.